This is Musketeer Review Board News. Gird yourself. Gird my loins. Get your ass ready. Please gird your loins. Keep that shit covered. Yeah. Yeah, please. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say something snarky, but no. I actually (laughs) kind of would prefer your genitals not dangling in my face. (laughs) I actually know how to gird loins. Yeah. Nice. If I ever wore loins to gird. How How did you come across this particular bit of a day? (laughs) Well, because sometimes I get curious on just what the etymology of words are. And, oh, okay. And so, so you like it a gird. It's actually a day camp at work. <laughs> <laughs> it was an employee training. Everybody had to learn how to gird their loins. It's actually awkward. Yeah. It I mean, incredibly so. Yeah. HR just had a fucking field day. <laughs> All right, you sons of bitches. Since you're not going to listen, now we're going to do this. Everybody's going to learn how to gird their loins in three different ways. Yes. Leather, chainmail, and iron. (laughs) (laughs) You are not allowed to make that noise ever again. (laughs) Let's get started. Welcome to this week's uh, Musketeer Review Board uh, newsreel episode, the moment where we try to be timely and relevant. (laughs) (laughs) Before we get started, let's hand out a few slaps in the ass to friends of the show. For comics, memorabilia, and more, visit your friendly neighborhood purveyor of sundries, Death Ray Comics at deathraycomics.com. Also, special thanks to Badass Coffee. I got one. Hang on. If your coffee isn't strong enough to wrestle a comet to the ground, then it's not badass coffee. Ooh. To ensure you grow big and strong, you must, of course, eat your comics. To get your daily dose of comic and other geek-centric entertainment reviews, visit the sensational review blog Eat Your Comics at eatyourcomics.com. Today, this week, we were joined by Athos. No. No, Athos is gone this week. Yes. A little side adventure with an out-of-town guest. <laughs> friends that he tells us that he has, but yeah. I have my doubts. I think we it's all a robot. Know better. I think he's building a robot in his basement. Fair enough. Um, Porthos, hey buddy, you should come find me on on them internets. I'm I have several blogs. Some of them about food. Some of them about other things. Uh, Fatkidapproved.blogspot.com and the other ones you can find. <laughs> Challenge for all of you internet surveyors. Um, uh, Aramis? Hi, hi. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't really have too much of an online presence, but my Instagrams, I think it's uh, FatalGL1TCH3, <laughs> if I remember right. I don't know. I'm not a huge Instagrammer, but if you want to, find me there. Sometimes I post shit. Sometimes it's cool. <laughs> you can also find them at 2672 State Street in Salt Lake City. Apartment 2OB. Lies. Lies. <laughs> if the so, red light is on, then business is good. <laughs> red light district. And, of course, your venerable host, D'Artagnan. Um, all right. Or as I like to call him, Darth Agnon. Darth Agnon. But I only do that because he hates it. Fantastic. <laughs> now that's out there for the rest of the world. <laughs> okay. Doug. Doug. <laughs> 
if that is your real name. Um, <laughs> Behold the fury of Darth Agnon. All right, uh, here's the, this week uh, coming out April 3rd. Um, we got Furious 7. Uh, the pew, pew, pew. Too fast. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Too furious. Yep. Zoom, Too zoom. fast for you. Yep. Starting three fast, three ben furious. Diesel, Paul Walker, Michelle Rodriguez, Tyrese Gisbert, and people. others. Seven fast, seven furious. It's also got um, Jason Statham, The Rock, right? Continuation of the franchise. Blah 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 blah. Um, zoom zoom zoom. Yeah. Pew, pew, pew. Can we just acknowledge that? Like she kind of scares me because she's badass, but. I'm extremely attracted to Michelle Rodriguez. It, because she's dangerous. I would, yeah. yeah. I would, I would, yeah. Uh, it's like fireworks. I would, I would avoid her warranty. A uh, case would, of AK-47s uh, on a, yeah. On yeah. a yeah. carnival ride of hell. Yeah. yeah, I yeah. Would, you know what? I would let her void my warranty. That's really where I'm going to go there. <laughs> and I'd say that I'd void her warranty, but that's not how that would uh, That's <laughs> not how this game would be played. I would let her void my warranty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this opening uh, nationwide on Friday. Uh, also out this week is Last Nights, starring Morgan Freeman, Clive Owen, and Shore. Uh, yeah, some dude. Yeah. All right. Um, it follows <laughs> this story follows a former <coughs> war warrior who rises against a corrupt and sadistic ruler to avenge his dishonored master, Morgan Freeman. Um, have you guys seen anything so for this? So it's every movie. It's every movie. Okay. It's like I saw the trailer for it. I've seen some stills and stuff from the production. And it looks like remember that movie in the name of the king. It's like yeah. a higher production value of that same kind of a okay of a movie. So um, it's every medieval fantasy, right? Okay, and I think it's it's Lionsgate's attempt at trying to get um, you know strike the same gold that Marvel and and other others have you know, <laughs> I haven't really seen any successful fantasy now that I think about it like this last night shared universe we've got um, what else just came out Seventh Son I think just came yeah. out recently um, yeah. and that didn't I don't think that's done too well mm-hmm. at all um, and I think that uh, they're. I don't know if they're trying to make a comeback or if they're trying to I don't know. I just haven't seen well, any I th- successful I th- iteration. I, th- I think I think some of that is that right now we're kind of more in an urban fantasy yeah. kind of mode, and, and that's that's really where comic books show up um, at their best is as sort of a take on urban fantasy and urban sci-fi, where it's all kind of current era, current time, magical and crazy stuffs going on, but it's all sort of like. In reality, that or I, I feel like there's been a really big trend of like post-apocalyptic stuff lately. You know, yeah. Well, know. We, we we've been through a major post-apocalyptic phase. Yeah, I think we're starting to move back into ideas of you know because we've had the the world is going to end, and now we're moving into the well, what if it doesn't? Yeah, right. You know, what if there was somebody to save us? What if what if we aren't doomed? What then? Like how? Like how have we screwed ourselves over there? I mean, there's a bunch of there's a bunch of stuff starting to explore those ideas, mm-hmm. like the the speculative sci-fi. Even to a certain extent, a lot of the superhero stuff is sort of kind of in that there, where it's like the okay, we're either now or a little bit in the future, yeah. looking at what you know what happens if we actually survive this. Right. I mean, Agents of Shield. Agents of Shield. Yes. Agents of Shield is like you know, Agents of Shield is is exactly this to the Avengers. Like, what if mm-hmm. all the shit goes down, and now you have to keep 
what happens after Winter Soldier right when you got to keep going you got to keep shit you got to keep doing shit right. um so yeah so that's uh last night and commentary on our current Hollywood dreck uh next one coming out um going being really brave and going up against uh Furious 6 or Furious 7 um is and I'm not lying I'm not making this shit up it's called Super Fast uh, it's uh it's got I think it's got zoom zoom pew pew yeah it's got a limited release um I think that's what I'm Aaron Seltzer and Jason Friedberg uh, directed by those two and then cast in Lily Mjornik mm-hmm. and Dale Pavinsky. Undercover cop Paul White joins Vince, Vin, really, Sorrento's LA gang of illegal street racers. They're fast and they're furious and they plan to double cross LA's crime kingpin Juan Carlos. Okay. So it's another zoom zoom pew pew kaboom. Yeah. That is now like that a, is now the official Musketeer Review Board genre for this type of film. All right. Zoom zoom pew pew kaboom. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a poor man's Fast and Furious. Right. The Chinese knockoff Fast and Furious. Basically. Don't lick it, kids. You'll get lead poisoning. <laughs> I feel like they're calling the main character Vin just because Vin <laughs> Diesel is in Fast and Furious. Yes. Yes, that's exactly right. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, uh, let's uh, just call him Vin because mm. maybe then we can sucker people into thinking it's Fast and Furious because they don't know better. Right. Just zoom, zoom, pew, pew, kaboom. <laughs> right, right, and that's, yeah. <laughs> Super fast, dude's name is Van. It's got to be the same movie, right? All right. Um, also, uh, that may be the actual marketing tactic. Like the yeah. this thing's <laughs> shit. Let's put it up and let's see if we can trick grandmas to taking their kids. Honestly, though, I was yeah. reading this. It's article. like when they have Spioderman. It's arachnid guy. <laughs> I was uh, reading this article that was talking about essentially like the uh, kind of the insurgents of bad movies and how there's actually you know a really kind of big audience for bad movies oh, yeah. for some oh, yeah. people like oh, yeah. bad movies like you look at Sharknado yeah Sharknado is Sharknado the third one yeah I was going to say it not yeah. only got a fucking sequel yeah. they're doing a third movie yeah. like there will be a dark a Sharknado trilogy yeah <laughs> or uh, oh, I'm trying to think of some uh, other ridiculous ones I've seen Netflix is real good for finding this. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, uh, there's I, this one Iron Sky. I honestly love this movie. I think mm-hmm. it's hilarious, dude. Yeah. Did Nazis from the Moon? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trying to with a, a well ray that turns people to Aryan. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think this is this is one of those one of those things where that's kind of always been the case because we've always had the people that just, you know, you want to go, you want to watch a movie because it's fun, not because it's good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, th- th- there's a reason why there's a reason why a lot of the I mean, why uh, I mean, regardless of your thoughts on the Oscars, like a lot of your award-winning shows, yeah. like particularly with the Oscars and the people that are more somber, you know, talk, talking about the artistry of the whole thing, why you look at the gross numbers of a lot of these and they've arguably flopped and not did well. Right. Because people don't... Because like a lot of times you don't care how good it is as long as it's fun. Right. That's yeah. fair. You know? I mean, yeah. and as, as much as just to not, to... not to bring up the bitter pill of the, the whole Kingsman thing. But, <laughs> but it, was, it was fun. And the fact that it was fun 
overrode anything else. It didn't matter if it was it didn't matter if it was good. If you thought it was good or if you thought it was bad, it was still fun. And yeah. there's a lot yeah. and that's Okay, even even like uh, I'll, I'll say this one thing and then I'll which point I swear. Um, even like Guardians of the Galaxy, the fact that it was a good film mm-hmm. is secondary to the fact that it was a fun movie. Right. You wanted to watch it again and again because it was fun. Yeah. No, I definitely agree with you there. And well, and I, I think also though too, um, you know, when you're making a movie that you're trying to make a good movie, you, there's especially if you're trying to make something serious, yeah. you know, there's a, a very narrow margin for error, yeah. you know, to, you, to really nail it and, you know, knock it out of the park where yeah. if you're going for a bad movie, you, mm-hmm. who the fuck cares? You're well, you making can just a make, bad you, movie. You can just kind of make what you want. You, you can, could have a microphone in every shot yeah, and yeah. people are just going to laugh because yeah. it's a bad movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I have, have no arguments there. That's because you're a bad movie. Fair enough. It's true. All right. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's <laughs> fun, though. <laughs> I don't know. There was a paper in front of me, and I wanted to crush it. Don't judge yeah. me. All right. Um, don't judge me. I don't have an orange. Uh, documentary's coming out. It's kind of a documentary. Uh, it's called Salt of the Earth. It's uh, for the last 40 years, photographer Sebastio Salgado has been traveling through the continents in the footsteps of an ever-changing humanity. He has witnessed some of the major events of our recent history, international conflicts, starvation, and exodus. He is now embarking on the discovery of pristine territories of wild fauna and flora. It's uh, essentially about uh, Sebastio Salgado's life. He's a a photographer. Hmm. Uh, He's taken some really amazing shots um, that were... You know that spurred political movements and stuff. Mm. So, um, so it's kind a, of a big deal. That kind sounds of deal. A, a, a bit, it's, bit more highbrow than we generally do. I, well, it's, it's being yeah, right. Yeah. It's being released. Um, uh, given that you know, this isn't what I signed up for. There's not a single fart joke. Or <laughs> right. Um, it, even if you're not interested in a documentary, it's uh, more of a cinematic documentary. Mm. It's not like typical documentary format. Just yeah. from the trailer, they're going through um, like the. He's going through and doing stuff now, you know. And there's a documentary crew following him, but again, it's like in a very cinematic uh, process. And so you're seeing these sweeping landscapes, these people that are, you know, not even they're. Beyond third world, you know, the story. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just amazing. So, uh, but again, it's limited release. It's gonna be in French and Portuguese. Yay, Portuguese! Yay, Portuguese. <laughs> um, That's the only thing I know how to say in Portuguese. Uh, also coming out this week um, is called Effie Gray, uh, written by Emma Thompson, cast uh, starring Emma Thompson, Greg Wise. Uh, Oh my god, I can't breathe. Nope. Miss Ronan, uh, Melba <laughs> Stompton, Dakota Fanning, Tom Sturridge. Um, uh, story centers on the epic, epic scandal surrounding the marriage between John Ruskin, the eminent Victorian art critic, and Effie Gray. As her husband begins to lose his mind, Effie has to make sure that she's not subject to scandal because of the love affair with John Everett. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it sounds way too highbrow for us. Yeah, man. and I'm sorry. I just like the whole Victorian era. Like visually, a lot of it's really cool, and like yeah. the, the stuff, the industrial age that came out of it. Yeah. Um, well, it's, it's, it's the the, the, the gritty, era. like right. the, the the gritty, 
the gritty stuff is really right. fascinating. Once you get like down the, on that on that street level gritty, but that's not where yeah, a lot the, of people want to go. The Victorian politics, yeah, want to make me strangle myself with my own small yeah. intestine. Oh, yeah. It really does. I mean, it's that kind of that pride and prejudice and sense and sensibilities yeah. and the Ugh. you know and like the and what will the neighbors think? Oh right. my! And I think most reputation. Because, like I, I want, I want big burly bastards with wrenches and yeah. grit on their face. I'm not, I'm not pretentious yeah. enough for that. Type. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I uh, want to see. No, I want to see that those clash. I want to see the lower class mm-hmm. have the foibles of the upper class. See, you know what? Mm-hmm. You know what I want to see? I want to see a horde of Mongols come in. That's what I want to see. Victorians. <laughs> I want to see the Victorians deal with a Mongol invasion. That's what I want. <laughs> They're talking, having these little dialogues and monologues, and then, and, stuff, and then an arrow just comes. Kind of, arrows just yeah. start pouring out of nowhere. They're like, "What's going on?" And then suddenly everything's on everything's on fire and just you know oh people God. walking around missing <laughs> limbs and yes like, you know oh, what's going on you know. Mongols and monocles yes Mongols and monocles yes we're writing this you're helping <laughs> Mongols and monocles <laughs> finally opening this week is uh, Cut Bank uh, directed by Matt uh, Shackman uh, starring Liam Neeson Teresa Palmer Billy Bob Thornton John Malkovich Bruce Dern Oliver Pratt. Uh, Dwayne McLaren so in Hemsworth dreams about escaping small town life in Cut Bank, Montana, the oldest, coldest spot in the nation, with his vivacious girlfriend Cassandra. Uh, when Dwayne witnesses an awful they... crime, he tries to leverage a bad situation to a scheme to get rich quickly, but he finds that fate and an unruly accomplice are working against him. Threatened to the middle of a police investigation spearheaded by a local sheriff, John Malkovich, everything goes from bad to worse in this all American thriller. Uh, the trailer looked uh, half decent. Yeah. I bet you that Liam Neeson killed everyone. Liam Nielsen. Liam Hemsworth. Yes. That uh, guy. All of, all of the Liams? Yes. All of the Liams. <laughs> we'll Voltron <laughs> together into Liamtron and slay them all. Yeah. Liam Neeson's the head. Just so you all know, Liam Neeson is the head. I want to see it critically. That hasn't done so well. What? Which one? Cut Bank. Oh, Cut Bank? Yeah. According to. Yeah, Ooh, it's twenty percent on uh, limited release. Yeah, which is well, kind of surprising is, to me because I feel like that has a pretty star-studded. Cast. Well, you, you gotta hit, you but. gotta hit kind of close. Like we're we're started, we're out of that that real rough patch in February where nobody wants to or nobody wants to put out anything. Yeah, unless unless they're like really worried about it doing. Unless they're unless they want to. Only unless they want to like just rake in whatever they can. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like with you know Jupiter ascending and yeah. some of those there. It's like this is not going to do well either because it's bad or because it's or because it's just it's just or it's just weird. It's a hard art or you know hard art mm. comic book film like the Kingsman. Yeah. So we're going to throw it in February because then there's no competition and we're still we're still kind of in that a little bit. Then we hit into April and May. Now we're going to start to see the. The ones that people actually have some faith in. I think for the next couple of weeks, yeah, in the next couple of weeks we're gonna have, we're not, we're still gonna have kind of the, eh, it's a movie. (laughs) People are talking on a giant screen. You should come see it. Yeah, I don't know though, because April tenth isn't that far away, and that's when that Ex Machina movie comes out. That's true. Well, I'm I'm saying that like, but we're we're kind of in the yeah, it's in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Saying that, like, right now, there's nothing really, like, woo, spectacular, you know. You know I mean, maybe maybe if you're if you're into that, the the Seven Fast, Seven Furious, 
I actually do want to see that new uh, kids zoom, movie, zoom. Home. Yeah, zoom, uh, zoom. Pew, pew. I want to see that uh, yeah. new movie, Home. Yeah. Um, By um, Pixar? Yeah. It? Yeah, it's got Rihanna. She's wasting like, the heroin in it. And then, uh, let's see what? What's oh, that's, that's the guy Jim, who's... Jim Parsons. Yeah, Jim Parsons, the Sheldon from yeah. that show I don't watch. Yeah, and he plays Alien. So, yeah. yeah. That looks pretty good. Um, yeah. Also coming out down the road is called Southpaw. It's a Jake Gyllenhaal movie. Oh, my gosh. I saw mm. a picture of him yesterday from that movie. Yeah. He Jacked. Is, he is ripped, Jacked. man. He is clearly making an effort on his uh, on his body. Yeah. Is it, is what? I'm yeah. jealous. That's... Boom. Wait, that's... who? Wait, who is that? Jake Gyllenhaal. What I know, and what? it's it's a it's a sports movie. It's not my typical movie either. I mean, there's Rocky, but that's about all the more sportsing. Well, I and, and Rocky Rocky was actually intended as a as a love story. As sure. it was originally written. That's um, the but format watching, of the show anyway. Watching uh, the trailer for for the Southpaw because uh, I was like, what what is this? And I clicked on it. And just the trailer itself was pretty amazing. Well, and then there's yeah. well, and, and there's there's something with boxing movies. Like boxing movies oh. are actually American as fuck. Well, you know, <laughs> <laughs> aside from that, there's something with boxing movies where they're never just about boxing. Like if you watch a sports movie, it's generally about sports. But with boxing yeah. movies, they're almost always about something Whoa. else. Like like Cinderella Man. Yeah. Was uh, was was about was was almost more of a character study than than a full sports like character study right. and a historical drama than it was a sports movie. Whereas like uh, 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 I'm thinking, Raging Bull was absolutely a character study and not a sports movie. But right. there's, there's something about boxing movies specifically, aside from being America, um, they're also there. There's something primal and they're they're so primal that they kind of make them be. Something else as well. You know, I would honestly almost say that though that 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 goes for like most sports movies though, because if you think about most sports movies, like granted, there's a, a few that are made like you know just to make a sports movie or for kids, I, but yeah. but like you know think about like remember the Titans. You know, there. I'll give you. I'll give, uh, yes, we I'll are give Marshall. you that one. We are Marshall. Yeah. Um, well, even even like the was it the, the miracle one, the one that's the miracle. miracle. Oh, nice. Um, oh, um, what's a Friday Night Lights? Um, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, sports movies tend to not tend to be more. Um, but with, well, with uh, I think well, I'll, I'll concede the point there. But I think there is something with boxing movies that they tend to be no, a lot I, more about more well, focused they, in on the person. Yeah. And then the, the the team sports movies are more about yeah. the teams, whereas the boxing beca- boxing movies become character studies. Yeah. Or in the case of like Rock, or at least the first Rocky, mm. um, a love story. Yeah. Fair enough. You know, uh, the, the sports actually become the least important themes of. It's true. Of there, unless it's like the Mighty Ducks or some shit, and then it's how dare you? Oh, gotta love the yeah. Mighty Ducks. No. I'm just saying that that's one that's pretty solidly about fucking hockey. Like, because <laughs> if they don't win, then you're like, no, but these ones, like, they lose, and they're like, 
oh yes, like Rocky loses the first like the, the, the match in that there, and you're like, it was a tie. Oh. It was it's a only tie. the kids' movies that really like, it's a loss. Have, have like equal representation of sports, like, yeah, with the yeah. story. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, whereas with a lot of these, like the like with with boxing, and maybe it's just because the sport itself is so brutal, you don't see as much of the actual sport, right? Yeah. Fair enough. Whereas, well, like, say in football, even even like in Remember I, the Titans, there's a lot of there's a lot of that film that takes place on the actual. I field. think it's also due to the nature of boxing too, where you know, boxers they might fight one to well, you know some that fight a lot more when they're yeah. but when you're an established boxer, you know you're not fighting that much. You might have a one to three fights a year tops. That's true. And then the rest of that time is spent training. Yeah. And so I think that's part of the reason why yeah. is because it you you. You can't show all so much fighting. You're showing more training, and and it so it takes a little bit. You get yeah. to see the character in more intimate settings, more yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Just in seeing everything it takes leading up to the fight, yeah. leading up to that that fight that's like an hour yeah. of their whole year. Yeah. Uh, anything else you guys seen trailer wise that's coming out that's uh, got your interest? Um. I mean. Not, not really. Like I, like I said, I think this is this is the kind of the time of year where they're just not terribly much. The Passengers movie. Um, I don't think they have a trailer out for it, but it's supposed to be coming out on the third. And I don't know. It's probably like a really limited release or like yeah. direct to DVD or something like that. But Keanu Reeves, Reese Witherspoon. Um, it's a romantic sci-fi drama about a space traveler who awakens 90 years before reaching his destination at a distant colony and rouses a female passenger to avoid a lonely death amongst the stars. Aww. So he, like, wakes somebody else up so she can die the same fate he does? Yeah. What a fucking dick, right? <laughs> but over, Apparently over the course of the following years, love begins to blossom in the cold vacuum of space. Right. That's, that's <laughs> but, not love. That's called Stockholm Syndrome. That's what I'm hearing, right? Of course, isn't all love really just Stockholm Syndrome? <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah, aside from that, there's not really anything I want to see until uh, Ex Machina comes out of the tent. Yeah. I, I mean... Yeah. Yeah. There's not much there. There, There is... I mean, there has been a bunch of really good stuff released on Netflix, though. Mm-hmm. There's some some really fun stuff. I know they're dropping um, like 50 titles and adding like 56 here. Yeah, next, like week. yeah. Well, I mean, like the the Daredevil is coming yeah. out for there, and that I am surprised at how excited I am for it because I I've just seen like the little bits of the trailers and the fact that he's got like the mask that's just like literally just like a bit of cloth tied over his eyes. Yeah, mask there, and then the and then like all of those scenes where you see uh, what's his name as the kingpin. Oh yeah, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah, Vincent D'Onofrio is the kingpin. I'm there. Like I am just, I am, I'm all in there. Um, one thing I've actually, one thing I've watched that I can actually, I know this isn't a, a review or a suggest one, but is really worth a watch is uh, Kimmy Schmidt, the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt the Unbreakable. on Netflix. Oh, I've heard good. If you haven't watched it, watch it. It's very funny. And they dropped it's the whole of, season, right? Yeah, they dropped the whole season, and it's kind of, it's. It's kind of like watching um, 30 Rock, but if they were as dark as 30 Rock wanted to be. If they hadn't okay. been pulled back from getting too dark. I mean, because the, the, whole, the whole idea is that there's this woman named Kimmy Schmidt who was in a doomsday cult 
And she had basically been kidnapped and forced into this doomsday cult, and she spent the last 15 years in a bunker in some guy's backyard. And so now she's out, and she's, she figures, you know, I don't want to be one of the Indiana Mole women. I want to go and make it in New York. And she and the actress does an amazing I job. I want to see that B movie, yeah. the Indiana Mole yeah. women. Yeah, but the 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 the, oh the show God. does an amazing job with 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 Kimmy of making her both incredibly na- like making her incredibly naive, mm-hmm. but not stupid. Right. Like she's very she's very bright. She's very aware. It's just she's been in a. In a hole. She and there's some basically yeah. crawled out from oh, yeah, underneath the rock. There, and there, there's some utterly amazing guest appearances in it. So amazing. There's one with uh, uh, oh, what's the, the can't, I can see his face, but I can't remember his name. He was one of the three amigos, like one of the surviving three Steve amigos. Martin. Yeah, Steve Martin. No, yeah. not Steve Martin. Um, hmm. The He's the only one. Martin Short. Martin Short, yeah. Martin Short. Although I did that, and you can hear me, but I had to do a face in order to. Um, um, but Martin Short shows up as this uh, as guest stars as a plastic surgeon. But he's so. He's plastic himself so much that he can only talk like this. And it's very. It's incredibly funny. <laughs> so, yeah, but it's, it's a really hilarious show. Um, the other one that uh, uh, Dart couldn't sit through, but I really enjoyed the hell out of, is a, a show called Danger Five. Oh my god! <laughs> it's insane. It is utterly batshit insane. But it's it's like those old. It, it absolutely reminds me of those old seventies, yeah. like seventies and early eighties Land of the Lost style yeah. things. There, like there's a group of there a group of like super spies running around, and the first episode they're trying to uh, find. Uh, who's been stealing all the world's monuments yeah. and it's like Himmler has been stealing it to build a giant statue of Hitler for Hitler's birthday oh my um, god the, the second episode like Goebbels is making Nazi dinosaurs and it's it's completely batshit insane it's pretty cra- it's pretty crass but it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. I'm surprised and, you and don't like this. Sounds straight up. No, he no, couldn't get. Like he, he, he made it five minutes in, and then just was yeah. like, "Nope." He nope. didn't actually try. So um, they stole the Eiffel Tower, and like the French started killing themselves. They were just like in utter <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, it was right after the uh, the eagle headed. No, oh, they're, they're boss. Yeah, they're boss. boss comes it, was, in, it was the head of a bald eagle. Talking, and I'm like, yep, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. It's like Mighty Morphin Power Rangers writing team got together for a remix of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, but instead wrote it for adults and then decided to throw art and taste out the window. And then all this was creatively directed by... Um, Ionesco or any other absurdist. I would, you know what? I, and it was. I, I think I'm actually going to have to to suggest it at one of these points so that you watch more than five minutes of an episode. Because that guy shows up in five minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and you know what? You can't get you can't gauge it there. I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm not saying that you're wrong, but like the, but. If you're going to be an actual, if you're going to give There's an actual you're critique, wrong. your data is incomplete. Yeah, right. you have incomplete data. Well, no, you watch my the first critique three. Is I think it's. I, it bothered the fuck out of me. That's my. Hey, I at least got. I at least got through the first episode <laughs> of Flowers of Evil. I mean, I didn't get further than that. Right. 
<laughs> I made it through the first the first one. Oh, be happy you didn't. I mean, oh. Now that you mentioned it again, huh? I realized that I'm in this weird limbo where I kind of feel like I need to finish what I watched because I watched like almost halfway through. Don't do it. But also at the same time, I never, ever, ever want to see that show ever again. Mm-hmm. I would read the story. I really would. I, I actually wouldn't mind reading the, the story, but... No, there's a, it is based on a manga. Yeah, so. yeah. But, oh, dude, watching that is torture. Yeah. Um, you got any rumors? I'm kind of sad Josh isn't here. It's been really funny. No bash Athos, on that. no longer. Yeah, Athos, you really, asshole. It's been really funny to bash on it while he was sitting here. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> all right. Any I'm a bad person? <laughs> I hope you hear this. Me too. <laughs> you were missed. Nobody listens to you the were podcast. Missed. This is just for us. Yeah. Um, all right, and uh, yeah, what else? Uh, Spectre trailer dropped. Uh, new James Bond movies coming out. Yes, super excited. Love James Bond. Um, uh, oh, uh, Satcha Baron Cohen, um, actor to write, produce, direct, and star in biopic about singer Freddie Mercury from Queen. Dude, he could do that. He could pull that off. Uh, new uh, photos of uh, Deadpool came. They dropped. Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty awesome. Eat your heart cells, ladies and gentlemen. Deadpool mania. It's officially <laughs> begun. Uh, also, the they released uh, images of the uh, new Iron Man Mark Seven Stealth Suit Edition, whatever you want to mm. call it. It's, yeah, it's black and it's beautiful, and I love it, and I want it, and I must have it. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> Let's just okay. leave it at that. Put it away. Hey, shh. <coughs> Don't tell me my business, devil woman. <laughs> uh, <laughs> new, uh, new Schwarzenegger movie <laughs> is coming out. Um, uh, it's called Maggie. It's uh, dropping later this year uh, about a zombie movie uh, from a director that you haven't really that we haven't really seen before. Um, it's supposed to be the most human zombie film yet. The most human zombie film yet, apparently. And the most human performance that Arnold Schwarzenegger has ever given us. Well, I'll, we'll see, because I've seen In the Flesh. <laughs> hey, that's true. Nope. That, eh, eh. Eh. When I see Arnold, my immediate thought isn't, oh, yes, this is going to be a very human take on something. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go uh, deep with the acting when I see Arnold. What is it? They do call him the Austrian Oak. Yes, and that's, that's, yeah, not, for, that's not for his <laughs> profound acting ability. <laughs> or his, uh. his, deep human, his deep humanist understanding of his characters. <laughs> it's because I think you'd need an axe to take him down. <laughs> uh. All right. Uh, yeah, anybody got any other... Any um, news stories that we want to touch base on? Heard about um, that season two for Attack on Titan, or maybe it was a the second the live, live action, action or the second movie. They they well they they started doing uh they did two movie ver- or doing two movies, one comprising the first thirteen episodes of a season, and then uh, another movie comprising the latter 
episodes. I don't know why, but they like to do the shit in anime a lot. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, but I want to say I heard a rumor that they were potentially uh, season two is going to be dropping around uh, September, December, or August. Okay. Cool. So, I'm super stoked for that. Okay. I'm, not, um, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of there. It's like one of the, the rare that I'm like, all right, yeah, let's see, let's see how this thing finishes out. Yeah. See, I'm not a complete dick. Complete. Yeah, I mean, complete. you gotta have room for the balls. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you have something? Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, I did. Um, there's a. Apparently, and I, I just wanted to double check that this was actually from what I thought it was. Yeah. Uh, but there's apparently a. Or there's rumors about a new uh, Avatar The Last Airbender comic mm-hmm. coming out in September. They're going to deal, and it's going to be actually from the Avatar The Last Airbender, not touching with any of the Legend of Korra stuff, mm-hmm. but that kind of huge gap between the beginning of Korra and the and the end of Avatar, which really is the majority of Aang's life. Right. Like... Into adulthood. Almost, like, his entire life married is there kids. in that gap. You know, married, kids... Um, whatever event like nation building, uh, right. like putting the world back to get, like putting the world back together. New bad guys, yeah, new bad. Like I mean, there's this huge thing there, and so they're. I mean, they're not going to do a new series because they hate us deep down, and well, deep down I we think knew they Nickelodeon. Did. Everybody we knew hates that. everybody. Um, it's true. We're Read all little balls of apathy, just Indeed. waiting Indeed. to explode. On Indeed. The world. Indeed. Read the Bible. It's right there. Um. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, but in, but it is it is comics there, and it's going to deal with some of those some of those lingering questions that they had, like Zuko's mom and all kinds of those sorts of things that were left just as dangling plot threads. Right. Mm, dangling plot threads. Dangling things. I love dangling <laughs> things. They dangle. Um, it's funny. Yeah. One last thing. Marvel has released the uh, teaser. The full team teaser image for the uh, new Marvel Comics New Avengers team. The new are all new, all different Avengers, comprising of female Thor, um, Black Captain America, aka Sam Wilson, aka Falcon. Um, some iteration of Iron Man. Not sure if it's Tony. Not sure if it's somebody else. Vision, uh, Miss Marvel, the new Miss Marvel. Uh, Miles Morales and Nova, so fantastic, pretty dope. Female Thor, yeah, yeah. So, is it like Thor's sister, or is it actual Thor that's been, you know, bent by Odin? I can't remember what her storyline is. I know they like changed it. I think it's. I don't think it's Thor. It's. I I need to read up on that, but yeah, they they switched the character a little while ago, and Cells have been doing really well with it. So that's part of the reason why they're. They're including that, so but I think it's pretty dope just because I don't know, it's a really diverse team. You know, two yeah. of the strongest members are, are female, mm-hmm. um, no, just really three strong of the members are, are representation of uh, different ethnic backgrounds, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I think it's dope, you know, I think it, it has something a little bit for everybody. I, I like to see the diversity, yeah. It's it's a cool, and as much as uh, much as uh, people. 
might complain. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you looking at me? Because you are representative of the comic book guy. No. Um, you're our resident comic book guy. Just accept it. Move on with your life. No. <laughs> well, it, like, you know, me and, me and uh, Athos were actually talking about it last week and just saying, you know, I think it's just, uh, it's, Comic books are just now starting to reflect the diversity of the audience. Yeah. Um, well, you know, and initially, kinda... initially when they came out, they were primarily directed at white, sweaty nerds. Yeah. And they just, like, really, they, like, Spider-Man became as, as iconic as he did because Spider-Man was all of the people who read comics. Like, everyone was some, could identify with mm-hmm. Peter Parker immediately. Yeah. Now, I mean, most of the most of the kids I know that are the biggest Spider-Man fans would easily more identify with Miles Morales than yeah. with well, then, than with Peter Parker. Like me, like growing up with a mixed racial background, it it was uh, kind of rough for me growing up because <clears throat> you know, like I you like what you like as a kid, but yeah. also at the same time, you know, you like what you identify with, and yeah. you want to have a superhero that you identify with and feel like you mm-hmm. you can be, yeah, um, you know. Uh, and so, like, like when Blade came out, Blade was huge for me because that was like yeah. one of the first times that I remember, you know, a, a black guy being in the forefront yeah. of like an action superhero style movie. Yeah. That well, and he's there, and he's and he's he's a badass and not a sidekick, and exactly, not, and not a joke, and not he's, a st- like not a stereotype yeah, exactly. representation. Yeah. And so, you know, uh, I, I think it's really cool that you know you're starting you know, to see this big like the, insurgence yeah. of diversity because um, you know the audience ship has changed and. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think. Uh, I think that they were also saying that there's like 46 percent of comic readers are women now. Yeah. Or according to, to a bunch of polls, there, like it's. Mm. I mean, and that's not even counting like the actual like diverse like actual diversity yeah. questions. There, like I mean, just gender, ma- just just across gender lines, like yeah, there's a slightly more men folk, but it's slightly yeah. more men folk and not. And it's like you know, some people are going to get upset because it's like something that they know and love is being changed, but it's yeah. like you know. It's like it's, it's really, eh, you don't have that much to be upset about. There's right. There's still three white people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, I think you're still that, predominantly but, white. I, I think mean, you're still winning. But, and to yeah. your counterpoint, what you were saying earlier, <laughs> I think that, um, and I've said it before, that that uh, gender and race are as interchangeable for me. Yeah. In most cases, you know, for. Yeah. As eye color and hair color, it's like mm-hmm. it's yeah. Does that's, it, come on. That's the thing. Is one thing that you know, um, Aramis brought up, or I mean, Athos is uh, that you know a lot of people take the stance that it shouldn't matter what color a character is; it should matter if they're written well. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm like, I agree with that entirely. But the the thing is, is you know, up until matter, now, it has mattered what color characters yeah. were but the color well, and, the color color was white right and so yeah. now the it, it's finally just starting not even to like flip it's not like they're having an all black or all latino avengers yeah. it's just starting to reflect the diversity of america's yeah. and population the, 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 the and the audience yeah, and, mixing it and you know if somebody can't see that it's like i'm just like right right well and what, one of the points that, that i will I, I will make on the the it's is interchange because i don't i think there is slightly more to it than just you know than it being comparable to eye color eye color and hair color because there are different there are differing experiences yeah. that that just happen that just happen because you are a particular right. race and that's and that's something that the on the flip side of that there's also incorporating more of that into the actual 
writing itself. And, and so it's not just it's not just Iron Man, it's not just you know, like it's not just Captain America yeah. but he's black now because sort because like sorcerers because sorcerers came by and suddenly he's <laughs> he's black now. Or, you know, like yeah. it's there's more to it than just like and it's still Thor, but there's boobs, yay! You know, there's more there's a little more to it than that. So And and that's fair. Yeah. But what I'm saying is is that um, to be able to interchange it to create a different and unique character is as interchangeable as that. And yeah. what I'm saying, yeah. and so when people are like, oh, well, you know, you can't change it because we did this back in the 60s and, and now it's sacred. No, it's not. No, no, no it's so. not sacred. In case you didn't notice, it's new fiction. Nick Fury, a.k.a. Samuel L. motherfucking Jackson yeah. is fucking awesome, dude. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> well, and, and the other thing, um, I hate to alarm any of you who are listening, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something that may rock your world. Uh-oh. This is fiction. <laughs> I can write whatever the fuck I want. Right. Because it's fiction. Right. And that's and that's the, you know, hence the invention of pink kryptonite. Right. Yes. And so and here, you know, there, there's an, I think there's an, bullets, there's an opportunity here and from a uh, capitalist yeah, yeah. you know because again it's bullets. art yes it is an art form but really at the end of the day it's a business mm-hmm. and you know business models have to change business mm-hmm. you know and so for them well, to and, go and, let's just revamp all of this it is old and dusty let's re-envision yeah. it mm-hmm. let's bring it to a fresh audience and one of the ways to do that is to one of the important ways up. to do it is to shake things up and bring uh, diversity into yeah. into your cast yeah, yeah. Well, and, and, and even and just 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 go in there, just just in there. Even if it's an art, even if it's art, even if you're even if you're taking the it's art, art by its very nature is mutable. Right. It's not immutable. It's not like even the things even like they well it's like carved in stone. It's like like yes, and then you and then they paint it over, and then they paint it over it, and then they took it out, and then they did that there. Like what right. art is is about changing shit and challenging and challenging perceptions mm-hmm. that's what makes art art and not just you know and not just well, like shit we do right additionally it also gives them entirely new like uh, ways to go with the character new yeah. oh, new yeah. problems yeah. to address new mm-hmm. things to get over and just a whole new way to relate to the audience yeah i mean yeah Absolutely. i um, as horrible as this is going to sound, I kind of want to see uh, my, how Miles Morales would deal with a, a, a being pulled over for a speeding ticket. I want to see how that would go. <laughs> There's part of me that really wants to know that. Like I know that makes speaking. me a bad. Per- I know that makes me a bad person. I know I'm a horrible person here. Why couldn't it be but, Captain America? Huh? It could be Captain America. Could be anyone. I want to see all of them pulled over. Or pulled over. Like some. Well, the police officer comes. Like the window rolls down. And sees Captain America. It's like. Shit, all right. Just go. Just Gotta, leave. Probably <laughs> just salute. God damn. Wait, come on. I'm the one. Like, or like, he's, we signed my badge. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, anything else we need to touch base on? Mm, yeah. We're about 45 minutes, 46 minutes. All right, cool. Uh, thanks for tuning in this week. Uh, tune in next time where we put the final touches on our paper mache Millennium Falcon slash Serenity Traffic Collision Diorama. It's geekerific. Yay! And full of candy!